Welcome to Meant for This with Caroline J. Sumlin, a podcast for the modern Christian mama who wants to redefine the current narrative and unapologetically show up for what she's been called to in the home, community, marketplace, and the world in that order. Here, you will find tools, resources, education, and inspiration that will help you break free from burnout, get focused, live on purpose, and manage it all with grit and grace, because you are meant for this life that God has called you to. Hey, Mama, welcome back to Meant for This. It's been a while, and... Man, it feels good to be back here behind the mic. My husband was literally saying to me as I was coming up the stairs to go record, he was like, you haven't podcasted in a while. And I I haven't. And it's it's been a little weird. However, it was a nice break. It was necessary. I know that I told you like two or three weeks ago that I had taken a break and that I told you all about the break. And then I was like, okay, I'm back. And then I had another episode, then I took another break. Um, And I really do apologize for that. I haven't gone anywhere, I promise. I um, just realized that I needed more time. We've had a crazy April um, between my kids starting their part-time homeschool co-op that they now go to, and then, of course, getting sick as a result. Um, my husband and I both got the COVID vaccine, and as a result, we had a few days where we did not feel very well. So there was a couple of things like that going on in there. My birthday was in April. Easter was in April. So personally, there was a lot of stuff going on, but also I really just needed to take care of my mental health, and I'm working on doing a better job with taking care of my mental health and slowing down, taking deep breaths, and recognizing that I cannot be all the things and do all the things and be everywhere and show up with everything, which is what I preach to you all all the time. But I personally still struggle with it sometimes when I just fail to see a way out. I will tell myself that I must do something that because it's my choice, because it's my business, because it's my content, my podcast. It's a job that I created for myself so that I could live less frazzled and live less stressed out and be more present for my children and do the work that I love to do really well without sacrificing other aspects of my life that are just as or more important than that. I still treat it like I don't have that control or that I'm a failure if I make decisions that weren't what I originally intended. So I never originally intended to take a break from the podcast. And it's really difficult for me to allow myself to do so if I didn't schedule it in or if I didn't prepare for it or prepare you all ahead of time. I feel like I just dropped the ball somewhere. But in reality, that's not true. I didn't drop the ball. And if you are having anything that you're struggling with that you're you know, you're trying to keep all the balls in the air and you do choose to set one down, that's a good thing. Choose to set down what needs to be set down. Part of taking care of our mental health is setting things down so we can lean into the Holy Spirit, so we can lean into what he's leading us to do, what he's communicating to us and make sure that we are always coming back to the Lord and saying, Lord, I'm feeling stressed out right now. I'm feeling burned out. I feel like I have a lot going on. What are you asking me to do, Lord? Where am I supposed to be focusing my time and my energy? What are you having me to do? And we need to have periods of time where we get quiet and we get still and we let things go or we set things down for a little bit in order to really dive back deep into what's the original purpose here? What's the calling here? Where is God shifting? What's the message? What What's the mission? Excuse me. What am I supposed to be doing? But there's something about when the person that you listen to that is, you're, you're, you're listening to me, you're choosing to come to me for your teaching, for your guidance in certain areas of your life with, between your, your motherhood, pursuing the things that you feel called to do, and other areas in which I in which I help and equip you with here in this podcast on social media, it's always important, from, it's, it's, at least for me, I feel it's important that you 
see the transparency from the person that is leading you, that you see that I haven't arrived, I'm not this at this perfect place where everything's constantly going well, that I have my own things that I'm dealing with and I deal and struggle with a lot of the same things you guys do. And so as the Lord is working through me and teaching me, I'm able to bring you all along with me and we're able to do this together versus I've arrived somewhere and now I'm teaching you all how to arrive where I am. That's never what you're going to get here. So when I have these things that I struggle with, I'm always going to be open and transparent with you all and share with you all why I'm struggling, what I did with it, how God is working with me, how I'm handling it, et cetera, et cetera, because I know that we need to hear more transparency, more honesty, more vulnerability from the people that we consider leaders, the people that we look up to, the people that we um, are receiving mentorship from. So because I'm so glad that you all are here to receive that mentorship, I don't take that lightly. I'm going to make sure to be the kind of leader for you all that I would also like to see for myself and for others. So the, the, the topic of this or the title of this episode is it's time to get loud. Why you need to stop silencing your voice right now. Okay. So I'll tell you a little bit of a story. So I'm currently working on refining my message and purpose for existing like existing in the work that I do even more. This is going to tie back to you, I promise. I'm just going to tell you guys a story really quickly. So I have two things that I feel God leading me to focus on. And they aren't exactly intertwined, even though I think there's ways to intertwine them. And I think that they, on one hand, they're intertwined. And on the other hand, they're not. But that said, um, on one hand, one of the things that I focus on, which is what you all know me, really, really know me for, right? It's my passion and desire for helping you all, mothers mainly, but women and mothers, make space for your callings outside of the home, outside of motherhood, and pursue them boldly. I am so passionate about that. I'm also passionate about helping you create a motherhood that you love and are thriving in. And these go hand in hand. We know that. We know that when you're thriving in motherhood and you've laid that foundation in your home, with your family, with your household management, with your marriage, etc., then you have more space to pursue your calling outside of the home because you're fulfilling your calling inside of the home. You have more space to, to make sure you are well cared for. You, um, you know, it, as much as as difficult as it can be sometimes, as much as we kind of sometimes want to make it the other way around, like, well, if I just, you know, yes, we take care of ourselves first so we can take care of our family. But at the same time, in order to take care of ourselves first, we have to make sure our family is taken care of, right? And I think that's 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 kind of like the nuance that gets, that gets forgotten about there, that like we have to fill our cup up first before we fill everybody else's cup up. But at the same time, because our family, especially our children are so dependent on us, we have to make sure they are cared for. We have to make sure that we have routines and systems in place that allow us to do the cup filling without everything just like going crazy, right? We, we want to make sure that's done well, done strategically. So that's why they go hand in hand. Same thing with fulfilling your calling outside of the home. I firmly believe that we as women, as people, most of us, I can't say all of us, but most of us have more than one calling and have callings outside of the home, whether you know it or not, whether it's in this season or not. God, I believe, calls every single one of us to do more than one thing, to have more than one calling and have things that he calls us to do outside of the home as well as inside of the home. Even though our home ministry, our family ministry will always be number one, we have other things that God calls us to do and it's a really beautiful thing. When we allow ourselves to pursue other things that God has called us to outside of the home, when we are, when we allow ourselves to pursue what God has called us to, that has nothing to do with being a mother or a wife or, or anything like that. But it's really just something that really lights our soul on fire, that we're passionate about, that we're gifted in. We really actually get a sense of fulfillment. Yes, Christ is the only thing that can fulfill us regardless of anything else. We don't get our ultimate fulfillment from anything besides him. However, I believe that he allows the things that he's called us to do and the things that he's wired us to do and the things that we love to be a part of what fulfills us because he made us human. And we forget that he made us human. That yes, we walk in the supernatural. Yes, we walk in the spirit, but we are still human. We are still human. Jesus was a human. Jesus had things he enjoyed. Jesus was a child at one point. So we are human too. And so I don't think that that 
things that we want to do, things we desire to do, things we're called to do, wanting to use our gifts and talents, wanting to have some fulfillment in the life that we live and what we do, wanting to have some success. I don't think any of things are a bad, any of these things are a bad thing. I think these are natural human desires that we have, and it's time for us to stop acting like they're terrible, right? When we allow ourselves to have a life and have purpose and mission outside of our lives in the home, we are then more fulfilled and and more ready and willing and able to be more present and intentional in the home, right? However, we have to make sure our priorities are where they need to be. So our priority is always the home first. So it goes in tandem. And what allows us to have that space to freely pursue the things that we love is to make sure our home management, our motherhood management and our our motherhood, our family ministry is thriving. If it's not thriving, then we are not going to have the room and the space to go do what we love. However, a lot of what allows our home life to thrive is us doing what we love. So it's important that there is a balance, even though balance is a very eh, kind of word to use. It's it. There's what is balance really, but it's important that there is a flow there between the two. That is like the, 50% of why I'm here is to teach you guys that and to equip you guys in that and to empower you all in that. Because I, I firmly believe that there's so much work that God is calling us to do as women that we are needed in this world. And that's it. There's a second part of that, right? Or that I should say that like the other 50% of me. So at first it was really just about women doing what they're called to do because like we deserve it and we want to and we're fulfilled in it and this, that and the other. And that's important, very important. However, the more that I began to seek God and ask him for what are you calling me to do, Lord? What, where, what, what are you speaking to me? What is your vision for me? What, what am I doing for your kingdom? The more he stirred my heart towards things that I was surprised to be stirred towards and the, and brought to light more importance of women doing what they're called to do. It's not just about us having fulfilling, having fulfillment and, and, and yes, God is glorified, but it's, it's literally about the world, the world that is so broken, the world that is so fallen and the, and, and the people that God calls his sons and daughters that he calls to do his redemptive work in the world. And we'll never get to, you know, that that perfection of, of, of what it was supposed to be because the, the world is forever fallen. Sin has, has forever entered our world and that won't happen until heaven. But that doesn't mean that we aren't supposed to be doing work to help produce a kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven as much as possible on earth as it is in heaven, right? And he uses us. He doesn't have to, but he designed humans to tend his earth, to work his earth, to love his people, to serve his people, to to bring about justice, to bring about love, and to to of course bring everybody to him and to make disciples of all nations. All of that is work. So if we are sleeping on the job, if we're sleeping on our callings because we're afraid, we don't want to mess it up. We don't want to mess our families up, but we're afraid we're going to fail or we don't know how to have time for it all. The world is missing out on what it needs from us. And there's only one you, there's only one me, there's only one Susie, there's only one Ashley, there's only one insert your name here. And there's there's only one of you who can do what God has called you to do. Nobody else can do what you've been called to do. Nobody else can say what you've been called to say. Nobody else can do it. But if you don't, well, here's the thing though. But if you don't, if you don't obey, God will find someone else to do that work. But it won't, it won't be the original design. He designed you for it. So why are you sleeping on the job? Why are you allowing the enemy to get inside your head and convince you that you don't have anything to say, that you don't have any work to do, that you aren't important, that your calling doesn't matter, that your passions don't matter, that your vision doesn't matter? 
absolutely not. Like, no, slap that out your mouth right now. Slap that out your mind right now. No, don't really slap yourself. But you know what I'm saying, you guys. This is so much bigger than us. So much bigger than us. And it's time for us to step into it. It's time for us to get loud. It's time for you to get loud. So that's getting back to my story a bit. Another part of what I've been so led to speak about and and work that I've been led to do is, and if you follow me on social media, then you know this already, it is I've been creating a lot of content around racial injustice, racism awareness, etc. And adoption and adoption awareness. These are two things that have always been very, very near and dear to my heart. Um, as a black woman, number one, I mean, racism is something that I have faced, of course, as my lived experience ever since I could remember. Um, and it's something that I have internally battled with the anger and and the and the trauma of it all and had those conversations with my family and my friends and kind of silently suffered never really suffered outwardly online maybe shared a couple things here and there when something happened but I I will be honest with you for a long time and we've been dealing with this for for years and years and years and hundreds of years and everything else but really just with our generation when the first not the first, but like when, you know, just one police killing or one killing after another from Trayvon Martin to we've had so many, I had already become complacent. I was already like, what's the point of getting mad? What's the point of, 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 of marching? What's the point of saying anything? It's just going to keep happening. And I was that complacent, forget this. They hate us. Like just, it, it is what it is. Just, just keep your head down and keep it moving. And you know, just smile for the smile for the white people. And I'm just going to be real with y'all and smile for the white people and smile and nod and just keep doing your job. And you know, your boss is white and just, just keep doing what you got to do and just make it through this world and just act like it doesn't exist. That was my original response for years. And that's a trauma response because it is trauma that we deal with every single day and every single time another black body is killed. Just recently, God has been stirring me and being like, no more silence, Caroline. This has to end. And he's been placing very specific things, words, etc., inside of me to do, content to create, things that he's called me to boldly say that other people won't talk about, that I'm beginning to talk about now. And I just started. I just, I went ahead and boldly shared a post that happened to be the most it didn't go viral per se, but it went viral for me, for like my audience of, a, of at the time was under 6,000 people on social media. And it was, um, goodness, it was like, you know, during the Derek Chauvin trial. And I don't, don't remember if it was before or after Dante Wright, but there, you know, we were, I think it was right after Dante Wright happened and everything. Um, and you know, we're, we're, we're sharing, and I had already begun sharing things about racism. Basically, when George Floyd happened, I, I really began talking a lot about it and sharing that and making videos about it and stuff like that. And that's like, I started to get a lot of traction from those things. And so that I realized that, okay, people are wanting to hear this. And, and um, for whatever reason, I was able to communicate things in a way that allowed people to become more interested in the things that I had to say. And since then, I've been slowly sharing some things, but never really created a ton of content on my grid specifically about racism, racial injustice, but something that was, had been really eating me up inside for the last year or so was about the church and the, and the response of, and, and the response towards racism. I have watched for a year. I've since the, since George Floyd was killed, I've watched for a year, the church, and I have grown more and more hopeless and upset and frustrated and, and just, really shocked also too, because I think with my upbringing, I didn't realize the response. I, I didn't realize how taboo racism was with the church that wasn't black, to be honest with you, because I grew up in a black church. So for us, it was never a taboo issue. And so being in this online world now and, you know, um, and also attending a, um, a not black church that I, that I, you know, was attending, um, I saw 
a much different response. And I was always just used to silence. I mean, for years we've been dealing with racism and, and nothing ever happened in the church. I, I figured silence was always going to be there because, but I didn't realize that once people did start speaking up outside of the black race that were also, that were also Christians or churchgoers or pastors or leaders or whatever, those that did choose to speak up, then I saw the true colors of the rest of the church community. And that was where I was like, oh, wow. Like I really, I, I, my eyes were really opened to what was going on. And so God really led me to begin doing research and just begin observing. I, I feel like I observed for like a year, like what is going on? Why doesn't the church like talking about racism? Why do white conservative Christians feel the way they do? Why do white liberal Christians feel the way they do? Like why it, what is the issue here? What is the conflict here? And finally, I just felt led by the spirit to create a post about what Christians get wrong about the fight for racial justice. And it like exploded. It exploded. I've never experienced a piece of my content doing that well. Um, and I was, I just, ever since then, I've heard God say, this is where I'm going. This is where I'm taking you. This is where I'm taking you. And I've never felt more passionate about something. I've never felt like I've had so much to say. I've never wanted to sit in front of my computer and research for hours on end like I do now. It's been insane. And I am so stirred. I'm so fired up. So I say that to say, well, I've just been wanting to share this with you guys in general because like this is, you know, there's there are people that listen to my podcast that don't, you know, follow me on social media and you you guys are just here and you guys are listening and I appreciate that. Um, and I hope that this is a podcast that you continue to come back to every single week. Like when you guys are here, you're going to get the real, you're going to get the practical, you're going to get the faith, you're going to get all of it. I don't hold back. I really don't. I firmly believe, I pray before I speak. I, I walk with the spirit and I firmly believe that if God gives me something to say, he's going to, he, he's going to say it. And it's so interesting because even right now I'm, I'm totally off script. I'm totally off script, like not completely, but I'm, I'm pretty off script because whenever I begin speaking, spirit comes in and takes over and it's amazing. And I'm so, I'm just, I love God so much because he's just so good. So that content exploded and I hear God saying, this is where I have you speaking. This is where I have you working. Like, yes, you're going to keep doing what you're doing, but also you're going to do this and we're going to find a way to marry the two. And who knows? Who knows where things are going to go? Who knows what's going to, what I'm going to end? I'm just here to be obedient to God. And I know he's doing, he's, he's doing more. He's moving me more. It's awesome. But here's the thing. This goes hand in hand with everything else I just said about our calling and mother and uh, calling as women and as mothers and, and not allowing ourselves to be silenced anymore or silencing ourselves. Because imagine if I continue to stay silent, there's a reason why I just couldn't hold it anymore. And I finally was just like, all right, I'm going to just obey. The thing is, God has been stirring me for a year and I finally obeyed. But at the same time, I, I, I should say I finally obeyed. I should say I've been waiting for that green light and just allowing myself to take it all in until I knew that God had given me the things to say. And then he told me what to do. And as, as soon as he told me to do, I did it. As soon as he tells me what to do, I do it. As soon as he tells me what to do, I do it. Right? If I had not obeyed and not made that post, 4,000 some odd people would not have seen it. Actually, let's see here. Let's look at the statistics. And I'm not saying this to brag at all. I'm saying this because this is an example of what happens when you obey God and God has something he wants to do and he wants to use you to do. Okay. So I'm looking at my stats real quick on this post. April 13th. So this post had 23,080 accounts reached. 23,000 accounts. 86% were not following me. This is my highest, my highest post ever. Like I've, I've never experienced this before. Never thought this would ever even be possible for me. Never thought I'd see this kind of traction 
on social media. And I'm not saying this because I want this kind of traction. I want it when it's God's work. I want it because it's it's the mission. It's the vision. It's it's what's it's it's th- that's what I'm here for. I'm not here for the glory. I'm here to give God the glory, and I'm here to do what He tells me to do. So I think there was there's a 23,080 accounts reached, 2,199 actions taken from this post. So there was 4,044 likes, 135 comments. Some of them were not so good. A lot of them were great. 2,550 shares and 1,724 saves. That's insane for me. Like that's something that you would see from someone who has hundreds of thousands of followers, not someone who has just under, at the time I had just under 600, 6,000 followers. And I've I've since gone over the 6,000 mark. So that just goes to show that when God says to do something, we obey, we obey for a reason. If I had not obeyed, those people would not have seen that post. They would not have read. They would not have, they would not have shared. This message is something that God wanted to get out and he's just getting started. And that's, that's it. That is fulfilling. That is pursuing your calling. This has nothing to do with motherhood. This has nothing to do with my job in my house. This is everything to do with other things that God is calling me to do just because he called me to do it, just because he wants to use me with this, just because these are the passions that he's put inside of me, my passion for the black community, my passion for my, for my, for my heritage, my, the passion I have. I've always, always been passionate about racism. I have, I was that kid that was literally reading history books about racism and reading books about, um, that were historic, like fiction, like historic fiction about black people living during racist times and watching movies about it. I, for whatever reason, have always been fascinated with it. I've just connected so deeply with it. It's my people. It breaks my heart, but at the same time makes me love being black that much more. This is nothing new. And I love writing. I love researching. I'm a research fanatic. I'm a writing fanatic. I love to create. I love to write. I love to share that stuff. I've always been a journalist in nature, and I feel like I'm starting to get back into that journalistic way of, of the way that I create content, and it's starting to click. I'm like, ah, it's it's just, it's over time. God, it's just good. It just gets better and better and better. I mean, I've been working at creating content for years. I've been creating content and blogging since 2012, you guys, and I'm just hit my first successful post, right? So not that it's about the success, but again, like I'm just saying, like that's how you can see the story that's got that God has been writing the entire time. This isn't new. This is nothing new. God's been bringing me to this moment. He knew this moment was going to happen, right? And he said, "All right, go. I've got something for you to say. Go. I've got something for you to do. Go." He's saying the same thing to you. It not about this, but there's something that he's stirring up inside you. And that stir can look like, what did I do a year before making that post? I watched, I listened, I took note, I observed. I was doing the work on the back end. I didn't do work on the front end until I did the work on the back end, right? So you can be stirring something up in you and it could just be time for you to make one little move, time for you to do one little thing, but it's time for you to stop silencing your calling. It's time for you to stop silencing your calling because he is calling you because he's got, he's got, there's billions of people on this planet. This is his world. This is his universe. There's so, there's never, we're never done working. There's so much work to do. None of us can reach everybody. It takes all of us, the entire body of Christ to reach his people and to do his good work. It takes every single one of us, every single one. And this is not diminished the calling in your home. Your calling in your home is first. Your calling in your home is necessary. Necessary. Has to be. No matter what, that is non-negotiable, the calling in the home. But I do want to encourage you that there is very potentially, possibly a calling out for you outside of the home that God is saying, hey, you can do that too. I'm asking you to do that too. And you will still be a good mom and you will still be a good wife and you will still be a good 
good homemaker and you will still, you're, it, everything's going to be fine there, but I've got something else I want you to do too. And you are meant for this. Okay. You are meant for this. Whew. So I was hyped there. Right. But listen, you were given a voice for a reason and it's time to use it. It's time to get loud. It's time to do the work you were called to do boldly. It's time to shout from the rooftops about all that God is, all that he has done and continues to do. It's time to loudly stand up to evil, hate and injustice. It's time to loudly love others. It's time to loudly do whatever it is that you are called to do. Whatever gift, talent, skill and passion that God has placed inside of you, it is there for a reason. And when you silence it, hide it, ignore it, shy away from it, you are doing the world a disservice by keeping from the world whatever it is that it needs from you. God did not give you what he's given you for nothing. And yet it is so easy to disqualify yourself, discredit yourself, doubt yourself, and and doubt whatever it is that is stirring in your heart and whether it is from God and so much more. All that does is allow the devil to win. See, he trembles when we obey. He trembles with fear when we obey. So he spends all of his energy trying to get us to disobey. With obedience comes God's purpose fulfilled. With obedience comes more hearts coming to Jesus. With obedience comes God's name glorified. We must live every single day on mission for the glory of God, boldly and loudly. So I hope that you were able to draw the pair, to see the parallels there. I told a lot of my story. I got really hyped. I got really passionate about it. And I honestly said more than I was expecting to, but I'm trusting that everything that was said was what was needed to be said. Because again, I allow Holy Spirit to take over in these podcast episodes. So if it goes another way, it goes another way. But that is my exact example of me going through the discomfort, some of the resistance, but the obedience to say yes and amen to what God tells me to do and to watch the fruit of his purpose fulfilled in that obedience. And that's the same thing that I'm here to help and equip you to do as well and why I'm so passionate about it. As women, we are amazing. We are amazing. We are so multifaceted. We're so talented. We're so needed. The world needs our voice. Your family needs your voice. The world needs your voice. Your community needs your voice, needs your work, needs your gifts, needs your talents, needs your skills, needs your calling. It is needed. And that's the reason why I created the Called Mama. And, and I'm, I'm not, I'm honestly, I don't want you to listen to this and say, oh, this is just a sales pitch for a course. It, it really isn't. It really isn't. If you feel led to, to, enroll in the called mama, then do so. Pray about that. Everything here is all about obedience. It's not about, this is not a typical, you're not following or listening to a typical quote unquote business owner, whatever. I am a creator. I am a writer. I am a speaker. I'm an educator. I create resources to equip in the things that God tells me to do and has called me to equip and empower and inform in. That's what I do. So that's what I did with the called mama. I received a download from the Holy Spirit to, to do this course. I asked you all, I spent months asking you all about what it is that you were looking for, what it is that you all wanted, what it is that you all were struggling with. When it came to pursuit of dreams, goals, ambitions, and calling outside of the home. And at first I I did that number one to just validate, like, is this really needed? Or did I just hear something that sounded like it was good to me? Because sometimes I will, you know, you'll you'll hear these ideas or you'll think it's a great thing and maybe it's not needed. Maybe it wasn't from God. I like to double check and triple check and I spent time in the word and I spent time asking you all and a lot of times God will give me things as I'm going through them, right? So 
even with my my more recent work with you know racism injustice or you know fighting for racial justice and um, adoption awareness and things of that nature. Well, I've been going through those things my whole life, um, especially the adoption piece. But I've been going through both of those things my whole life. But as things just grew and grew and grew and grew, I began to then speak out about those things and educate and things of that nature. Again, things that I was actively going through, actively going through the hate, excuse me, actively going through the pain and the trauma through this entire year, being a black person in America, it wasn't that I had arrived at some place. It was that I was actively going through it and God used what I was actively going through to then create through that. And he does that with all of us. It doesn't have to be something that you're perfect at or that you've arrived at or whatever. It's just you may be going through something now or maybe you went through something last season and God wants to use that. Let him use your story. Let him use your experiences. Let him get the glory from those. So with the called mama, I was honestly going through my own my own struggles of am I allowed to have this, this these dreams and desires outside of motherhood? And I'm I'm a dreamer. I love I'm a visionary. I I see a lot of things that I that I'm all I, I I could literally do a million things right now if if I if the world was my oyster and time was endless and energy was endless and there was there was no limits. I would be writing books. I would be acting. I would be speaking. I would be podcasting. I would be just doing a lot of things. I I have a lot of different interests and talents and desires and skills and things that stir my heart and things that I care about and I'm passionate about. And so. I want to do them all and I want to, and I want to be a mom. I I don't want to be held back. And and I, I really wrestled with that, especially during the pandemic. Like I wanted these things. I wanted to still build a career, even though I wanted to be a homeschool mom, even though I wanted to be at home, even though I didn't want to climb a corporate ladder or work a nine to five or go back to the classroom teaching. And I was surprised by those feelings. I was surprised that I wanted to do more because I thought I, I wanted to be at home. I thought my calling was to be at home and that was it. I didn't, I, I realized that I had lost sight of 2020 helped me to realize that I had lost sight of the things that God had been calling me to all along. And I wrestled with this guilt because I had lost sight of those things. And I thought that I thought I was wrong at first. I, when I wanted to be a journalist, when I, when I was writing blogs, when I was thinking about all these things, I had always thought about writing books and things of that nature. And and I thought that I was wrong for those things when I started to have that pull to be home. And I was like, well, you know, maybe I am just, you know, meant to be home and I'm not supposed to be doing those things. And I thought that I had to trade one for the other. And so I had lost sight of the fact that those weren't just little desires or things that I had thought about, that I had spent years doing all of those things. I had spent years writing, spent years speaking, spent years training in journalism, et cetera, et cetera, because they were a part of my calling and God had spent years equipping me in those things. And so through the wrestling and feeling guilty and feeling like it was impossible or feeling like, what am I, am I called? Can I do both? Can I be a mom who is called in the home and outside of the home? And through my wrestling with that and seeking God, he showed me, Hey, not only can you, I'm calling you to do it and I'm going to reveal to you that I've been equipping you all along and it was you that lost sight of that and I'm giving you permission to come back to that. And so when I, in dealing with that and wrestling with that and receiving that revelation from the Holy Spirit, that's where the course, the called mama came about. And of course, when you're just dealing with it yourself, you might be thinking, well, this is a problem that's isolated to me. This doesn't mean that everyone else is dealing with this as well. It sounds great, but I could be the only one that wrestles with these feelings. In actuality, when I polled you guys on my Instagram and I asked you guys to fill out a survey in my email list, the overwhelming response was that all of you all deal with the same thing or a, a, a s- similar things in the, in the same family of, of, of frustrations and concerns and, and struggles in having this deep pull to be primarily at home or or at least knowing that you want to make sure that motherhood is, is your primary ministry, even if you do work full-time outside of the home or or some way, shape, or form, you just you 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 know the importance of your motherhood. 
or maybe you've, you know, you've been at home for several years and you're starting to realize that you do want to do something else and you have a calling outside of motherhood. This is, this is a very common thing. So number one, it was comforting to me to, to hear and see the stories of you all telling me, Hey, I'm doing, dealing with this as well. I'm going through this as well. I need help with this. I need support with this. I, I too feel guilty for wanting to do something else. I too wonder, is there anything else that I'm called to do? I too wonder, could I possibly go after this dream that I've buried inside of me? So it's always comforting to know that we're not alone. But at the same time, that also showed like, hey, God is speaking to us. God is calling his women. He's calling his women to come up and, and, to, and to step out and to say, all right, I'm ready. I'm ready for all that you've called me to do, Lord. And I want to, I, I, the time is now. And I, I think especially after the year that we've had, he's really stirring up a generation of women who, and, and men, of people who are, are ready to, to make sure that the change that needs to happen in this world is happening, you know? So that's where the called mama came to be. And it's another act of obedience. It's another way that I'm just, honestly, I wrestled with it. I didn't really want to create it. I felt a lot of resistance in my own doubts and my own fears towards creating it. And since doing so, I've just been overwhelmed with the response. I'm surprised, but not really. Because of course, when God's hand is on something, that's it. That's all it takes is for his hand to be on something. So the Called Mama is opening back up again at the end of the week for a couple of days at full price. I had a pre-sale for it. If you missed the pre-sale, it will be full price this time, but um, it's well worth it. It's still going to be an affordable price. And um, and it, it's, I mean, the, the response so far, like I said, has really blown me away. The, the ladies that have gotten a sneak peek of the course so far have been just really encouraged by it, equipped in it, just really excited already um, to to dive even deeper into into the course. So um, at the towards the end of this week, I'm going to open the doors for a couple of days for you guys to come in and grab the course. So if you're feeling like a tug to take this course, then I would follow that tug. If the doors are going to open and they're going to close, and then the course is going to go for eight weeks, but you have access to it for a year. But I will not be opening up the doors again for at least another 12 weeks or so, maybe even longer. It really just depends on how the summer goes. And I'm not making any promises. This may be the only time I run this course. I'm really not sure what I'm going to do. So all I know is that the course will open and then it will close. And if you don't get in now, you may not have a chance to get in for a very long time. So if you're thinking about doing this, you want to take advantage of this right now. When the doors open in a couple of days, you will get the first four modules available immediately. And then next month, you will get the next four modules. You will have access to this content for an entire year. So you have a year to take the course, but it's designed to be completed in about eight weeks time. You will also get a free private community and you will also get three free months inside my monthly membership program, the Meant for Motherhood Academy. So you get access to a three month like free membership that will give just like it'll just be a three months and then it will expire. Um, and this has been a great way for moms that are already in the course to lay a foundation in their home, begin thinking about routines and other things that they need to get together. So you really get like so much value for a very nice price. Let's just put it that way. Um, and it's going to quickly go over what you will do inside the called mama. So the first module, you will understand why God gives us the dreams and desires when he's calling us, when he's calling us. And how he's created us for good work so that, and that good works is nothing to be ashamed of and your dreams and desires and callings are nothing to be ashamed of. Um, in the next module, you're going to clarify your calling inside the home by doing a deep dive into your marriage and your motherhood, if you're married, of course, and understanding what the Bible says about those things and discovering why you were personally called to your marriage and to your motherhood, to your children, to your family, to your home. It's a very personal module and it's going to, it's really going to cause you to think deeply and reflect about your life and you're going to receive so much revelation in 
that module as well as the next module, which is about clarifying your calling in the world. That's where things get a lot of, um, get to be a little bit more fun. You're going to uncover your passions, your desires, your spiritual and natural gifts, and put those things together to get some more clarity around what God is calling you to do, who he's calling you to be outside of motherhood and marriage in your, in your home. In the next module, you're going to learn how to honor your season of life that you're in by understanding exactly where God has you right now in each area of your life and what is required to honor those seasons. So it's it's more like creating boundaries and non-negotiables around the different areas that you're already called, your marriage, your motherhood relationships, if you have a career, and also what those boundaries and non-negotiables are going to be um are going to look like around the things that you're called to do outside of all of those things as well. Your, your dreams, quote, unquote, quote, unquote. Um, in the next module, you're going to really get clear on those priorities in every area of your life so that you are only focusing on what matters most. And so therefore, when you create your action plan for your call, for your dream, you are going to create it so that you are not trying to do everything at once, but you know exactly what you're doing, where you're starting, and and how you're going to progress so that you're not trying to take on everything at one time and you have a clear path of how you're going to move towards the things that God is calling you to do. Kind of like my example earlier, right? I felt a stirring in my heart towards racial injustice and speaking about it and writing about it and really bringing to light a lot of the things that were not talked about. And I did not do it at first because I started off by just observing and listening and learning and figuring out what was going on. So if I had done this course for myself a year ago and I started to feel and I went through all the questions and the reflections in my guided journal and went through the modules, I would have discovered I feel I'm feeling passionate about racial injustice. I'm feeling stirring in my heart about it. I have passion. I have, uh, excuse me, I have natural gifting and talents and strengths that have, that would equip me to do what, um, do what I feel called to do about it, which is to write about it and speak about it. And then I would have in my action plan, you know, taking a, a broad, taking a bird's eye view look, but then bringing it and breaking it down into, um, actionable chunks. My first step would have been observe what the church is doing. Observe, you know, why is there silence? Research about, you know, different reactions. Study the comments that are happening on social media within different accounts. Study the different types of people that speak out and different types of people that stay silent and make note of these things. Jot them down. Sit with them. Pray about them. That would have been my first step. My first step wouldn't have been to just create the post. My first step would have been to do the back work, to do the work on the back end that would prepare me for almost about a year later to say my first, it wasn't the first time I spoke out about racial injustice, but to really create my first educational post. I had spoken about my feelings about it. I had just shared my own experiences as a black woman, things of that nature. I was doing that kind of stuff. And that was kind of priming my audience, you know, warming them up, kind of bringing people into my into my community that were willing to hear about it so that when I did begin speaking about it, it wasn't a complete and total shock. I did start by just speaking about my experiences and starting slowly. That could have been part of my action plan too. And then when I was ready to begin educating, I had primed my audience, I had equipped myself, and now I feel ready to take on the role of an educator in this space by creating educational content. So you see how I've, I've, I've not just jumped into that, but I've literally backtracked, I've kind of scaffolded that into an action plan. So this next part of this course where you're creating your priorities, you're clarifying, excuse me, your priorities and you're creating your action plan to make sure that you aren't just jumping the gun at something, but you're being faithful, you're being obedient, you're allowing the the progress to be what it needs to be and you're not trying to rush the the, the rush the process, if you will, um that that God has you on. So that's a really important module. That's module six. And module seven is about creating a daily and weekly rhythm that allows you and ensures that you will have the room to pursue the calling that you feel called to as well as the rest of your life and making sure that you are honoring the season and the priorities for every other area that you need to be faithful to as well. And then last but not least, you take action, you do the thing. And that's the last module. So 
That is the called mama in a nutshell. Again, you have access to the content for a year. You have access to a private community for six months and you have access to four monthly mastermind calls with me, which is really great where you can ask questions, receive coaching, receive help and support from your fellow cohort members. And it's going to really guarantee um, actionable, tangible results for you. So again, if you feel led, if you feel led, then I encourage you to join us. And I'll give you a little secret since you've hung with me all this time, I'm wrapping it up. But my secret is that I actually haven't taken down the early bird price. So the link is not somewhere public to join the called mama right now. I took it out of my social media bio, but if you go to the show notes, I have included the link in the show notes. And if you go there, you can still click on the buttons and you can still enroll in the early bird pricing. I have not taken it down. I have not changed it just yet. However, this is only going to last for like the next day or two. Then those prices will be changing beneath those buttons. So the early bird price was $97, which is a steal for an eight-week course that you get access to for an entire year. The original pricing or the, the general pricing for it will be at least $100 to $150 higher than the pre-sale price. So if you want to sneak in at the pre-sale price, this I'm literally telling this just to my podcast listeners. That's it. No one else, not even my email list gets this information. Just you guys. So if you happen to listen to this the day it comes out and you happen to want to take advantage of the called mama at the pre-sale price, if you click the show notes like today, then you should be able to get in for the $97. If not, you can, if you're still hesitant, that's fine. The doors will open for the original pricing on Thursday, probably Thursday evening, and they'll probably run open until the following Monday or Tuesday, and then I will close them, and then that'll be that, and the pricing will be, again, about $100 to $150 more than the pre-sale price. So you can do the math there to figure out what that pricing might look like for you. And I, regardless of whatever you choose, I just hope that you feel empowered, encouraged, and equipped to begin to speak up, to begin to walk boldly in your calling, to be able to to start being loud and, and use the voice that God has given you, not for you, but for his glory and the work that the world needs from you. As always, you are meant for this life that God has called you to, and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Meant For This. You can check out the show notes for this episode at carolinejsumlin.com slash blog. If you loved what you heard today, I'd love it if you left me a five-star review on iTunes and subscribe to the show. Also, I'd love to hear from you. If you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of today's episode was by taking a screenshot of you listening to the show, sharing it to your Instagram stories, and tagging me so I can see it and connect with you. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. I'll see you next time.